Navigating a VUCA, i.e. volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous environment using fixed income strategies. This is a podcast by Nico Asset Management Asia Limited. Hi everyone, welcome to our Nico Asset Management Podcast. Today we have Eugene Lim, Senior ETF Business Development Director, Nico Asset Management Asia Limited with us to share more on how to navigate a VUCA environment using fixed income strategy. So Eugene, can you tell us why investors should consider adding bonds to their portfolio? Right, thank you Justina. Well, simply put, all the good things come in trees. Mm -hmm. Three Little Pigs, Three Musketeers, <laughs> right. and the Holy Trinity. Right? Um, and so I'll, I'll break it down into three. <clears throat> Firstly, there's diversification. Bonds offer diversification benefits because they tend to have a lower correlation with stocks, well, a low correlation with stocks, mm-hmm. which can help balance out the ups and downs of the stock market. So by adding bonds to a portfolio, investors can reduce the overall volatility and risk of their portfolio. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there's a steady income. So bonds generally offer a fixed income stream in the form of coupon payments, which can provide a steady stream of income for investors. Lastly, there's risk management. Investing in bonds can help manage overall portfolio risk. This is because bonds tend to perform differently than stocks, which means that when the stock market is down, bonds may be up, or at least not down as much. Right. By having a mix of both stocks and bonds, investors can potentially reduce the overall risk of their portfolio. In a nutshell, bonds can play an important role in a well-diversified investment portfolio by providing a steady stream of income, reducing overall volatility, and helping to manage risk. Right, I see. Thanks, Eugene. Okay, now moving on to ETFs. What are some of the advantages of investing in bonds via an ETF? Well, investing in bonds via an ETF or exchange-traded fund offers several advantages, such as uh, number one, you know, diversification. Mm-hmm. I think in, in, when we look at real estate, we always say location, location, location. Yeah. Well, when it comes to ETFs, well, it's, it's simply diversification, diversification, diversification. And I can go on and on about right. why diversification is so important. Basically Let's, not having all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. Okay. Right? So bond ETFs offer exposure to a diversified portfolio of bonds, which then helps to spread the risk and reduce volatility. This can be particularly useful for investors who are looking to gain exposure to a range of different bond issuers, maturities, and credit ratings. Mm -hmm. Number two, accessibility. Bond ETFs are traded on major exchanges and can be bought and sold like stocks, making them easily accessible to investors with any size of portfolio. This allows investors to quickly and easily adjust their bond exposure to reflect changes in their investment goals and all market conditions. Mm -hmm. Investing in individual bonds may require a larger trade size. I see. Number three, cost effectiveness. Passively managed bond ETFs generally have lower expense ratios than actively managed bond unit trusts. As these ETFs are designed to passively track an index, rather than being actively managed, it can help to reduce costs. This means that investors can achieve exposure to a diversified bond portfolio at a much lower cost than investing in individual bonds or actively managed bond unit trusts. Mm-hmm. Number four, I think we have to talk about convenience. I mentioned that bond ETFs trade on an exchange like a stock, 
which means that they can be bought and sold throughout the day, mm-hmm. providing investors with greater ease and convenience compared to bond unit trusts. Transparency is, I think, the fifth point that I want to bring up here. ETFs are required to disclose their holdings daily. So this provides investors with greater transparency into the composition of their portfolios. You know exactly what is inside the ETF. So this can help investors to understand, understand exactly what they're investing in and make better, more informed investment decisions. Or if they want to align their investments with their personal values or preferences. So an example could be um, not investing in any stocks that mm-hmm. have exposure to tobacco, right. drugs, right. etc. etc. Okay. So in a nutshell, investing in bonds via an ETF can be a cost-effective and convenient way to gain exposure to a diversified portfolio of bonds with greater flexibility than investing in individual bonds or an actively managed bond unit trust. Right, okay, that's good to know. Um, all right, so now let's zoom in a little bit on Nico AM's two Singapore bond ETFs. What kind of bonds does the ABF Singapore Bond Index Fund and the Nico AM SGD Investment Grade Corporate Bond ETF give you exposure to? Good question. Well, let's start with the ABF Singapore Bond Index Fund. So the, this fund is a passive investment fund that seeks to track the performance of the IBOX ABF Singapore Bond Index. Mm. This index comprises of Singapore dollar-denominated bonds issued by the Singapore government or government-linked entities. You might be familiar with some of these names. There are, for example, HDB, Housing Development Board, right, right. Temasek, LTA or Land Transport Authority. Mm-hmm. The index may also include Singapore dollar bonds issued or guaranteed by other Asian governments, Asian quasi-government entities, or supranational financial institutions. An example would be perhaps the Export-Import Bank of Korea. Mm. So in general, the ABF Singapore Bond Index Fund provides investors with exposure to a diversified portfolio of very high-quality bonds mm-hmm. issued by the Singapore government or quasi-government entities which can offer investors a relatively stable source of income. Right, I see. Now you asked about the second Sing Dollar denominated yep. uh, bond ETF yep. from Nikko AM. Yep. This is the Nikko AM Singapore Dollar Investment Grade Corporate Bond ETF. So this ETF invests in a diversified portfolio of investment grade corporate bonds denominated in Singapore dollars. Mm-hmm. The fund seeks to track the performance of the IBOX Sing Dollar Non-Sovereign Large Cap Investment Grade Index which is designed to reflect the performance of the Singapore dollar-denominated investment-grade corporate bond market. Mm-hmm. Investors in Singapore might be familiar with some of the more prominent issuers in the index. Let me just read out a couple of them. I'm sure they are familiar to our listeners here. So, Housing Development Board, HDB, Tamasic Holdings, mm-hmm. DBS Bank, UOB, OCBC, and LTA, Land Transport Authority. Right. Just to top it off, I think I've got a couple of names here. Singapore Airlines. Right. Right. Um, point to take note as is very prominently in the name of the of the index, mm-hmm. only investment grade corporate bonds with a credit rating of you know uh triple A all the way to triple B mm-hmm. are eligible for inclusion into the index. Okay. So investment grade corporate bonds are generally considered to be lower risk investments than bonds issued by non-investment grade issuers. Right. Uh, and the focus on high-quality corporate issuers in Singapore is intended to provide investors with exposure to a diversified portfolio of bonds from companies with strong credit quality and financial stability. Right, I see. Okay, so as an investor, 
how can one actually utilize the suite of you know nickel AM bond ETFs to kind of help them navigate the current VUCA environment? So you can treat it as basic building blocks mm -hmm. when looking at constructing your portfolio. And bond ETFs can be particularly useful for investors mm -hmm. uh, to build this diversified portfolio and getting exposure to different types of fixed income securities. Right. So for example, just simply put, Investors can use a combination of government or government-linked bond ETFs, in this case, the ABF Singapore Bond Index Fund, and the corporate bond ETF. So this is the second one we talked about, the Nikko AM Sing Dollar Investment Grade Corporate Bond ETF. Right, to create a balanced portfolio that includes exposure to both Singapore corporates mm -hmm. and Singapore government bonds. Right. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. right? Two building blocks, yep. two parts of your portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of general considerations that investors may want to consider when using the suite of our Nickel AM bond ETFs to optimize their bond investing strategy. And I'll just talk briefly about them. Firstly, the concept of duration. Mm -hmm. So duration is a measure of a bond's sensitivity to changes in interest rates. In general, longer duration bond ETFs are more sensitive to changes in interest rates than their shorter duration bond ETFs. Right. So investors may therefore want to consider the duration of the bond ETFs they hold when considering their outlook for interest rates. Mm -hmm. So therefore, in a rising interest rate environment, investors may want to consider investing in bond ETFs with shorter durations. I see. Now, another point that we need to talk about is credit quality mm -hmm. and the yield. Yep. Different types of bonds carry different levels of credit risk. Corporate bonds are higher yielding in general, and this is versus government bonds, mm -hmm. right? And therefore, may be more attractive to investors. But they also come with higher credit risk. In volatile market environments, credit quality should be a pertinent consideration. In this regard, both Nikko AM Singapore dollar denominated bond ETFs will stand you in good state as they both invest in high quality investment grade corporate bonds, mm -hmm. as well as triple uh, A rated Singapore government and quasi government bonds. So in summary, right, to wrap it all up, Singapore dollar-denominated investment-grade bonds can provide diversification. Mm -hmm. I am talking a lot about diversification. <laughs> but once again, you know, diversification, 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 mm -hmm. and greater certainty of income. Right, I see. Okay, thank you, Eugene. You've spoken a lot. Just bear with me as we have one last question for you. What are some of the key risks to bear in mind when investing in bond ETFs? Yeah. <laughs> Very good question. We, you know, we do have to talk about risks, right? That's um, right. With all investments, uh, they all carry some risks. Bond ETFs are, are, are not special mm -hmm. in that they do not have risks. They do mm -hmm. carry some risks yep. that investors should consider before investing. Yep. Uh, I touched briefly on that earlier, right? I think the key risks would be interest rate risk mm -hmm. related to what we talked about duration, sensitivity to movements in interest rates. Right. Credit risk, yep. higher credit quality, has to be offset by lower yields. Yes. But if you go down the credit curve, you take on more credit risk, mm -hmm. you are, uh, it is balanced out with slightly higher yield. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And lastly, market risk. Right. So it's important to note that investors should carefully consider all these risks in mm -hmm. totality, holistically, yeah. and conduct their own research and due diligence before yep. investing in any bond ETF right. or any investment in that matter. Mm -hmm. right? Investors should also assess their own investment goals risk tolerance and time horizon to determine if the bond ETFs we talked about today 
are a suitable investment for the portfolio. Right, I see. Okay, thank you so much for your time, Eugene. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Important information. This podcast is purely for informational purposes only, with no consideration given to the specific investment objective, financial situation, and particular needs of any specific person. It should not be relied upon as financial advice. Any securities mentioned herein are for illustration purposes only and should not be construed as a recommendation for investment. You should seek advice from a financial advisor before making any investment. In the event that you choose not to do so, you should consider whether the investment selected is suitable for you. Investments in funds are not deposits in obligations of, or guaranteed, or insured by Nikko Asset Management Asia Limited, Nikko AM Asia. Past performance or any prediction, projection, or forecast is not indicative of future performance. The fund or any underlying fund may use or invest in financial derivative instruments. The value of units and income from them may fall or rise. Investments in the fund are subject to investment risks, including the possible loss of principal amount invested. You should read the relevant prospectus, including the risk warnings and product highlights sheet of the fund, which are available and may be obtained from appointed distributors of Nico AM Asia or our website, www.nicoam.com.sg, before deciding whether to invest in the fund. The information contained herein may not be copied, reproduced, or redistributed without the express consent of Nico AM Asia. While reasonable care has been taken to ensure the accuracy of the information as at the date of publication, Nico AM Asia does not give any warranty or representation either expressed or implied, and expressly disclaims liability for any errors or omissions. Information may be subject to change without notice. Nikko AM Asia accepts no liability for any loss, indirect or consequential damages arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. This advertisement has not been reviewed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. The performance of the ETF's price on the Singapore Exchange Securities Trading Limited SGXST may be different from the net asset value per unit of the ETF. The ETF may also be suspended or delisted from the SGXST. Listing of the units does not guarantee a liquid market for the units. Investors should note that the ETF differs from the typical unit trust and units may only be created or redeemed directly by a participating dealer in large creation or redemption units. The Central Provident Fund, CPF, Ordinary Account, OA, interest rate is the legislated minimum 2.5% per annum or the three-month average of major local banks' interest rates, whichever is higher, reviewed quarterly. The interest rate for Special Account, SA, is currently 4% per annum or the 12-month average yield of 10-year Singapore government securities plus 1%, whichever is higher, reviewed quarterly.
only monies in excess of $20,000 in OA and $40,000 in SA can be invested under the CPF Investment Scheme, CPFIS. Please refer to the website of the CPF Board for further information. Investors should note that the applicable interest rates for the CPF accounts and the terms of CPFIS may be varied by the CPF Board from time to time. Neither market, its affiliates, or any third-party data provider makes any warranty, express or implied, as to the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the data contained herewith, nor as to the results to be obtained by recipients of the data. Neither market, its affiliates, nor any data provider shall in any way be liable to any recipient of the data for any inaccuracies, errors, or omissions in the market data, regardless of cause or for any damages, whether direct or indirect resulting therefrom. Market has no obligation to update, modify, or amend the data or to otherwise notify a recipient thereof in the event that any matter stated herein changes or subsequently becomes inaccurate. Without limiting the foregoing, market, its affiliates, or any third-party data provider shall have no liability whatsoever to you, whether in contract, including under an indemnity, in tort, including negligence, under a warranty, under a statute, or otherwise, in respect of any loss or damage suffered by you as a result of or in connection with any opinions, recommendations, forecasts, judgments, or any other conclusions, or any course of action determined by you or any third party, whether or not based on the content, information, or materials contained herein. Copyright 2023. Market Indices Limited. Nico Asset Management Asia Limited. Registration number 198202562H.